Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Optimize Your Body Podcast. I'm just here doing a solo episode today. However, I've got some great guests lined up this week, so stay tuned. However, it's kind of painful, my friend, right? Because I could get way bigger guests if you've done this one little favor for me and just subscribe, right? A lot of you listen, but you quite simply haven't subscribed on Spotify or iTunes, you know, the Apple podcast app or whatever platform you listen on, you haven't subscribed. So please just take a second, do that. It's going to pay off because we're going to get bigger and better guests. And I'm on an absolute mission, my friend, to do this, but I do need your help with this. So please go ahead and do that. And I'm going to get straight into this today, ladies and gents, right? And I was accused of fat shaming. That's right. They've been coming after me. I don't know who I mean by they, but people have been coming after me, right? And it's all good though, right? Because this is what happens when you ruffle feathers. It's fantastic. Now, cut a long story short, right? I put a post. I'm going to play some of this post back. I know a lot of you don't even follow me on Instagram or you're not on Instagram. I'm going to play some of this back for you. It's only a one-minute video, and I'm going to dissect the video for you, but I'm also going to provide you with a ton of value uh, during this episode. Now, basically, you know, we have this movement, which you may or may not be aware of, which, to be honest, is kind of dying anyway. It's not a big deal. Um, but it's called the body positivity movement or the fat acceptance movement. Now, I did a video, right, again, which I'm going to play back now on my Instagram, where I had a picture of uh, her name, one of the models, kind of her name is Tess Holiday, I think her name is. Her name is Tess Holiday, and she is essentially like a plus size model or whatever you want to call it. So I put a picture of her on the video in the corner for the first kind of five seconds. And then I just talked about the fact that I'm actually against the message of promoting disease, right? Now, maybe some of you got triggered here, right? But hear me out. Now, I'm going to go into detail about this now, right? And let me just play some of this back for you. Now, I want to explain why I took it down as well. I didn't take it down. I just put it into my archive on Instagram. Now, the reason being is I could have done big, like it was a one minute video, ladies and gents, right? There's only so much you can do in one minute when you're talking about such a complex, uh, I guess, touchy feely topic, right? Like the body positivity movement or the fat acceptance movement. Now, Upon reflection, I could have communicated it better, right? Long story short. Now, I think I communicated it really, really well. However, I think the way I started off, I'll give you an example now. Let me just play it back to you so you know where we're at, right? I'll play some of it and we can dissect it together. Shaman. Hang on a minute. Let me just uh, turn it up. So I started it off on the wrong foot. I'm not fat shaming, but body positivity is bullshit. Let me stop it right there, right? <laughs> so I'm going to play the rest of it back to you. But I start off on the wrong foot by saying I'm not fat shaming, right? <laughs> no, nah, but I wasn't, though, for real. I wasn't fat shaming. Um, and when I said body positivity is bullshit, what I meant is the body positivity movement is bullshit, which is very different. I got a little bit excited. And long story short, I'm all for body positivity, right? Now, let me just play some more of it, and I'll give you some context. Let me tell you why, because you're promoting illness. Now, everyone's equal. No one's more or less of a human. Right. So long story short, right? I have clients who I take on who are obviously overweight, right? It's been my life's work helping people get into shape, helping people get leaner, stronger, fitter, healthier, you know, and not just live longer, but add life to their years, okay, and become the best version of themselves. So I'm all for a positive body image, right? Now, what I'm not for is promoting disease. Now, like I just said in the video, okay? Everyone's equal, right? No one's more or less of a human, okay? However, when it comes to like being on magazines promoting that, I just don't think is a good message to put out there. Now, I'm sure a lot of you will agree with me, agree with me 
but some of you won't. Um, and that's fine, right? We can all agree and disagree and everything else. However, we're currently facing a state of affairs in the world where mental health is way worse than it's ever been, right? People, primarily men, are killing themselves at a higher rate than ever, unfortunately. Obesity is at a whole-time high. Chronic illness, divorce rates, I could keep going down the list, right? Now, as I say, I'm a big advocate of self-love and having compassion for yourself. And, you know, body acceptance and all those kind of things, which I coach my clients through, especially my female clients, right? Excuse me, especially my female clients. But when it comes to promoting, right, when you're kind of on a cover of a magazine and you're accepting, you know, being fat, and that's fine. By the way, that's also fine, right? If you want to accept being overweight, I don't care. I genuinely don't. Well, I do care because I want people to be healthy, but you know what I mean? Like you do you. I'm not here to tell you what to do, right? Every human has their own right to do what the fuck they want, right? I it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't like involve me. However, if you want to accept that, that's fine. If you want to accept your current circumstances, let's just say you're overweight or you might have diabetes or obese or whatever, and you want to accept that and say, right, okay, this is me. I'm not gonna do it. fine. But when people are promoting that on covers of magazines online. All that does is it sends the message out to anyone who's thinking about doing something about it, right? Then that's gone out the window because then they can just, it just, they can take the easy route that they've always taken, which again is totally fine. I'm not here to look down on anyone or judge anyone, but if they're going to go, okay, so this, you know, Tess, again, I've got nothing against Tess Holiday. Don't, don't even know the woman, right? She just popped up when I put this post up. So I was looking for a, a graphic and, um, you know, if she wants to accept being fine, but when you're putting on magazines, right? And, you know, you're saying health for any size, right? Because essentially that was a health for any, it's not healthy. And then it gives people the reason and the excuse, so to speak, to go, okay, I can accept now being overweight. I can accept that I'm setting myself up for a miserable, slow, painful death, likely. Okay. I know that sounds grim, but when you get things like diabetes, okay, heart disease, May may or may not be a slow, painful death. It might be who knows. But you're setting yourself up for a hell of a tough life and for a hell of a lot of pain later down the line. And not only that, the reason, another reason I'm so passionate about this is because we're facing an obesity epidemic with kids right now that we've never ever seen in human history, right? And when stuff like that is being put out there, again, it might be, let's just say, a father or mother who is thinking, you know, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to reach out for help. And then they see this movement and they see some people on magazines and they're seeing all this, you know, accept it's fine. You know, just you, you, you're great as you are, which everyone is entitled. Everyone is equal on a human level. As I say, you know, it doesn't make anyone more or less of a human. If someone's super lean or someone's overweight, doesn't matter. They're all the same to me. All humans are equal, right? Uh, within reason. However, you know, someone might see that, have kids and then go, do you know what? Actually, yeah, you know what? I'm going to accept my body for what it is. And I'm going to just... You know, I'm just going to be positive about my situation and just learn to love myself as I am, right? And then take zero fucking action. I'm not for it, right? And you can see I'm passionate about this because I've coached so many people and I've I've had people reach out to me, right? And, and join up for my program. And it's happening now to this day, like even last month, right? Amazing people we signed up last month, right? However, they reached out and they've got, they're crushing lots of different parts of their life, right? Maybe you can relate to this. However, deep down, they're kind of miserable, right? And why is that? It's because they can do better in terms of the decisions they're making with food, 
lifestyle, right? And how they feel because they're overweight and the knock-on effect that has with their energy, right? Getting into their own head. Having lack of energy is affecting their ability to show up for their kids, for their family like they want to, to be productive at work, right? Not feeling confident about the way their body looks is having a knock-on effect in the bedroom with their partner, okay? And having a knock-on effect in terms of the, the self-talk. They find themselves with kids, you know, sometimes saying like negative stuff about their body, okay? Because they're not feeling in a good place mentally, which is totally understandable, right? So, you know, what we've got to look at is we've got to understand that what is true happiness, right? What is true happiness? Now, I'm a massive fan of Dr. Arthur Brooks, and I'm actually reading his book now. And I keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> it's got the word happiness in there, though, right? And the way he describes it is very simple and straightforward. Three macronutrients, just like protein, carbs, and fats, right? Well, the three macronutrients when it comes to happiness, right, is a combination of three psychological macronutrients, which we call enjoyment, satisfaction, and purpose, okay? Happiness is the quest to get happier by having more enjoyment in life, more satisfaction in life, and finding more meaning in life, right? Now, let's just talk about like enjoyment, for example, right? Again, people I've taken on who've been overweight and have been struggling, right? And are potentially setting themselves up for chronic illness later down the line, have had family members who've, who've got obesity, diabetes, taking all types of medication, heart disease, you name it, obviously cancer, you know, when we're overweight, that puts us at a risk of or especially obese, but even just being, you know, excessively overweight, it puts us at a higher risk of like 13 different types of cancer. Like I keep going down the list. I'm not here to be all doom and gloom, my friend, right? I'm just stating the facts, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not here to, I'm just here to report the facts and give you some wisdom and enjoyment. How can you enjoy your life, right? When you haven't got the energy you could be having, right? You're low on energy, right? Your mental clarity is not, your mood's up and down. Let's be honest, right? When you're governed by your emotions, because uh, ultimately when most, I mean, most of the time, yes, there's the rare case where people have some sort of like disability. Okay, but I'm talking to the masses here, right? And most of the time, people can do something about it, right? And most of the time, people who are overweight, they're eating too much processed food, right? Most of the time, because those foods are designed to make us overeat. They might have issues with alcohol. And I've always said, like, your relationship with food says more about your relationship with yourself than it does anything else, right? So going back to the happiness, the three macros, enjoyment in life. How can you really enjoy your life to the fullest when you're out of shape, All right? I'm going to say that again. How can you really enjoy your life to the fullest when you're out of shape? You quite simply can't because mentally you're not there, right? You haven't, you, you, you're mentally and emotionally imbalanced, right? You, you're unstable in a sense, right? Now, that's not to say I have a, have I met overweight people that seem happy. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, there are people. But again, talking to the masses, I'm sure there's anomalies here. And then satisfaction in your life. How can you take satisfaction out of your life, right? When you end up having to take medication, right? When you end up maybe, you know, I could keep going down the list, right? But how can you be fully satisfied, right? When you don't feel good about yourself internally, when you're not making the best decisions, okay? Your resilience to stress, okay? Like you're not going to be as resilient to stress. You can't manage life stressful, right? Your resilience is not going to be as high, you know? healthy mind, healthy body. And the same way uh, goes the other way around. If you're physically strong and fit, guess what? Your mind's going to be a better place. If your mind's in a good place, you have that ripple effect to your emotional and physical health. And it's just that cycle, right? That that beautiful, positive cycle. And then the other ingredient then, macronutrient, was, was meaning in life, right? And purpose. Now, I don't want to go too deep here, but when we look at fertility, I just I just had Dr. Kilts on, as you know, right? He was a fertility expert. And, you know, for, for, this is not for all women, right? Nowadays, especially, but for most women, most women want to 
have kids, right? That's the, and, and you know, we don't need me to tell you this, but the, the biggest purpose and joy a woman can get out of life is essentially uh, giving birth to a kid. Now, don't get me wrong. You might be listening to this females and say, oh, well, I didn't have that and I don't want that. And fantastic. That's good for you. But let's be honest, most women do, right? Um, so how can you, you know, have healthy fertility and stuff like that when you're not taking care of yourself? Your fertility is not going to be as good. That takes away from that meaning and purpose of potentially building a family, right? Same goes, even if not, let's look at business, guys and women. Let's say you're chasing your career and you're trying to be better. You're trying to build a business, uh, which gives like, I've got all the purpose in the world right now. Yes. When I have kids, I'll have more purpose, right? However, right now I've got meaning, I've got purpose because I'm doing what I love, but to do what I love, to show up, to help people, to scale a business, to hire a team, to do all of this shit I'm doing, show up for this podcast, right? I need to be taking care of myself, right? If I was overweight and, you know, my body is, let's just say I'm carrying a lot of body fat or whatever, um, and I'm really overweight, guess what? That's just a result of my decisions. That's just a byproduct of my actions. That's just on display, right? And that's all it is. And that's the thing, going back to the, the fat acceptance movement and the body positivity. Let me play some more of this video before I go off, before I go off on too much of a rant. Um, so I said, no one's more or less of a human. And then I wanted to say, but I am bang against that message, right? Ultimately, you're not happy, right? When you're overweight and, you know, the only thing would be in, you know, obviously with food is like, unfortunately, when we eat too much food, it's on display, right? Like you could have someone who's a cocaine addict or a gambling addict. You won't always be able to tell. But with food, it's different. That's exactly what I was saying then, right? It's, it's on display. And I have compassion, ladies and gents, right? Please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not here to be a dickhead. I'm here because I'm passionate about helping people, right? About helping people get better, move forward, be healthier, improve the quality of their life. And with food, it is different, right? It's on display. So, you know, someone could walk past me in the street just then and they could be, they could have severe, they could have like a gambling addiction. Hell, they could even be addicted to cocaine, like I said in the video, but we won't always be able to tell for the most part, right? But, you know, going back to what I said before as well, you know, it's the way it is. We judge a book by its cover. Unfortunately, that's the, that's the world we live in nowadays, right? And I'm telling you, based on the, com I had these same conversations, not the same, but a lot of the same. When I had the initial consultation with new clients, you know, a lot of it comes down to people want significance, right? One of my recent clients, I'm not going to mention her name. She's awesome. She just joined. She's crushing it. And she said, you know, I, it's people's perception of me. You know, I want to be taken more seriously. I want to be, you know, I want people to, to uh, what was it she used now? I can't remember what it used, the words, but it, it, it all came down to judging a book by its cover, right? When you take care of yourself, when you start, you know, doing things the right way with your health and you start getting results, your body starts looking better. Again, your body only looks better because of your decisions and discipline. Discipline is the root which plugs into every area of life, okay? So you judge a book by its cover. And I can tell you, like, this is why things have gone so well for me, because yes, I'm a hard worker and I'm a disciplined motherfucker, right? More so than more people. There's not many that will outwork me. That's 110% true. I can say that with a hand on heart, right? I'm not trying to brag here, right? However, because of that discipline, right? Obviously, my body looks like it does because of that discipline. And then also people take me more seriously. The opportunities that people I've had on this uh, this podcast, you know what I mean? That's because my relentless work rate, but also it's because people look at me and they go, okay, this guy knows his shit, right? And they have to look into me and look at my content. Don't get me wrong. There's people in shape who don't know fuck all, right? <laughs> there's people in shape who actually, they've got body image issues, but it's a rarity. Most of the time when someone's in good shape, you know, they're at least disciplined, right? At worst case scenario, that even if they don't know much, 
they're disciplined, right? You can know everything in the world, but it doesn't mean shit. Nothing means shit. You can't do anything in life when it comes to uh, success and becoming the best version of yourself without having that discipline and consistency, right? So we judge a book by its cover, right? And that was my point then on the video. You know what I mean? So going back to the uh, the fat acceptance and the body positivity, this is all relative, by the way. Um, you know, it's on display. And then what happens then is when it comes to um, people, let's just say, for example, you got people, you know, promoting on the on the magazine covers and saying, you know, uh, health at any size, you know, well, the reality is, are you really, really healthy though? That's the bottom line. Are you actually healthy? If we have your bloods done and we do all that kind of stuff, are you healthy when you're really, really overweight, right? And then what happens then is, you know, people do judge a book by its cover. So that person then, like generally, is going to have less opportunities as well because that's what we do. It's like, you know, I'm not going to go too, too much down that rabbit hole. But anyway, let me go to the next part of the video. I totally have compassion as well, though. It's very hard. It's a challenging thing to do, right, to lose weight and keep it off. But promoting illness and disease and chronic illness, like essentially obesity or being overweight, I'm against it. And I don't think there's any benefit for it. And if you're in a position where you can change this, right, and you've got control over that, it's more empowering to take ownership of that and do something about it rather than just accepting it and promoting illness. There we go. Now, that's another thing as well, where it's kind of like into that one minute video. Do you see what I mean? It was great. I'm going to hold my hand. I'm really happy with that video. Right? I reckon I did really well for a minute, but it's like only so much. Of it. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is promoting illness right now, like you can take ownership. So first of all, like I'm all for acceptance, right? Accept yourself and everything else. Fantastic. But all I'm talking about is the promotion of it. This is specific to that, right? Now, the thing is, it takes the power. It's disempowering for people, going back to what I said. When people think they are not in control, right? And they say, oh, okay, well, there's other people suffering with this, right? I get because it, it is. Obesity is an illness, right? People suffer with this. Okay, well, you know, maybe it's my genetics or, you know, I'm just not, I, I just, I'm not like those people. I'm just going to have to accept it, right? And then what that does is that strips the power away from someone, right? It disempowers people, right? Now, on the flip side, what I was saying there is, when you realize, oh, actually, I'm in control of this, right? And you can, A, do fuck all about it. Fine. Okay, that's fine. You do you, right? Or you can be empowered and go, right, you know what? I'm not going to play the victim anymore. I'm not going to just like accept that, you know, I'm going to have chronic illness and everything else, and I'm going to do something about it, right? And even if it's not being like really overweight or whatever, even if you're looking to get to the next level and, you know, really build more muscle and and, and just basically improve the quality of your life and, and and your physique and everything else. It's the same sort of thing. It's just taking ownership and going, right, what I'm doing is not working, okay? Now I'm going to take action and change this. And you're in control and it's very, very empowering. So I'm all for empowering people. It's what I do for a living. And I just don't agree with the whole message of disempowering people and allowing people to essentially just accept their situation when 99.9% .9 of the time they can do something about it, right? Now that was one hell of a rant. I went deep there, right, on lots of different things. Um, but I want to, as I say, I want to make this valuable. I don't want to just be here ranting about the same topic and go around in circles. So long story short, right, now this is what I said as well, uh, which I, I think I kind of skipped that part then, which was, you know, this is this is the... Right Ultimately, you're not happy, right, when you're overweight. Okay. A little bit harsh in a one-minute video, the way I was saying it, right? But for the most part, it's true. Because like I said to you, I'm not going to keep repeating this. 
But, you know, most of the time when we're overweight, it comes down to our decision-making with food, okay? And we're eating based on emotions most of the time. That's just the way it is, right? We all do it. We all eat based on emotions. But when you're not in tune with the true signals and you're not eating real food, as I always say, at least 90% of the time eating whole foods, and you're eating too much of those ultra-processed foods, you might be drinking alcohol because essentially it's escapism, right? When we're trying to escape, right? Ultimately, we indulge more. And I'm talking from experience here, my friend, as well. I've talked about my story millions of times. Okay, fortunately, I haven't been overweight, right, and obese, but I did have the biggest, biggest struggles, right? Massive struggles with, you know, relationship with food and everything else. And I can tell you now, when I was binge eating, right, every weekend for like two years, pretty much, right? And when I was you know, not necessarily binge drinking, because there was times where I was actually quite happy. I was just a young, young kid getting carried away with alcohol, but especially with the food, I wasn't happy. I was escaping certain feelings, right? Even if that was boredom at times, because I wasn't going out drinking at the time. So I was like, oh, I'll stay in this weekend. Okay, let's get Domino's. Let's get this, that. And then I'm just escaping rather than just, you know, eating. Yeah, you know, don't have to binge eat, right? Don't get me wrong. We can have pizza every now and then. But I was escaping when I was in that state of mind. So when you're overweight or when you're making those decisions in terms of emotional eating, when you're escaping uh, by using drugs or alcohol or anything else or food, there's no way you can sit there and say you're happy, right? Because you're escaping something. And that's the bottom line. Now, that doesn't mean I like a few drinks here and there, ladies and gents, as I always say. Um, but we have got to ask ourselves, and I said this to clients the other day, you know, like ask yourself when you drink, because even me, right? When I drink alcohol, it's like, I don't need it. None of us need to poison our body, do we? Let's be honest. We don't need to poison our body, whether it's food or with alcohol. We don't need to do it. We choose to do it, Right. So with alcohol, I always ask myself, like, why am I escaping right now? For example, I'm going to Brazil for Christmas um, to meet my girlfriend's family, which I'm really excited for. And I'm not going to, you know, I would have had at that point, like pretty much almost three months off drinking or two and a half, three months. I haven't, won't have a drop, right? It just doesn't appeal to me. But when I'm in that environment, um, I'm going to drink. And I'm not, at that point, I'm not really escaping anything. I'm just going to be in a good place. Uh, there may be times where I'm escaping. There may be times, actually, tell a lie, I will be escaping sometimes, right? Because I don't speak any Portuguese, right? And they don't speak any English. <laughs> so at times, I might just need to have a few drinks so I can relax a bit more, right? So, I'm not, uh, But for the most part, I'm going to enjoy it, enjoying the experience, right? But even so, if I was, which might more likely happen because I do this, because I, I do enjoy having a few drinks even there, well, I might get carried away, right? I might have a few more drinks than I intended to. Then it's like, what am I escaping, right? Then I'll ask myself, even if I, because if I intend on having a couple of drinks, two or three drinks, and then I stop and I'm like, okay, great. Like that was good. I enjoyed that. It was very social. But if I'm going three, four, five, six drinks and I'm keep like, at that point, I'm escaping something. Why can't I have two or three drinks and just go, okay, I'm feeling good now. Okay. I feel a bit more relaxed. Cool. I'll just drink some water now, eat some food and just be really present. Because ultimately when you're drinking more and more, it's like we're becoming less and less present as well, right? So anyway, that was a, a whole long story, but just understanding what you're escaping. A lot of times when, you know, when people are out of shape or uh, obese, especially, you know, we're escaping feelings for the most part, right? We're eating our feelings or drinking them away, right? So simple as that. So anyway, just to kind of um, summarize this, ladies and gents, right? Now, what I said about, you know, acceptance, I'm all for people accepting who they are, okay? There's a difference between that and accepting your situation. You don't have to accept. You could be listening to this now and being like, okay, I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm not where I want to be with my body. You don't have to fucking accept that, my friend. You can do something about it. You're in control to do something about it. It's hard, I know. But with the right kind of tools to implement and everything else, um, you'll be able to do it, right? So, just to summarize, right, the leading cause of unhappiness, right? So when we look at the fat acceptance movement, movement, right, which is something I didn't touch on here, right? It's like, would you treat your, you know, your, let's say you've got kids, right? 
if your kid was shoveling shit into their body, right, eating garbage all the time and essentially getting fatter and fatter, would you would you say, oh, my kid really loves himself, right? He really loves himself. That's great. He's really, really happy. And he's getting, you know, bigger and bigger. And he's he's, he's pushing towards obesity and chronic illness, uh, but he really loves his body. No, right? And the reality is you wouldn't treat someone like you cared about. Like the way I'm going with this, I kind of butchered that, but you wouldn't treat someone you care about, someone close to you. You wouldn't want that person to poison their body, right? You wouldn't choose. If you could choose someone close to you now, your parents, I know a lot of you listening to this, you may know people who are overweight or obese, the likelihood is you are, maybe family members or people close to you, or heck, maybe even you want to do something about this, right? But the reality is, right, you know, when we're poisoning our body, Okay, and it's not about being perfect. I'm gonna, I just told you I'm going to poison my body a bit when I go to Brazil, right, with alcohol. However, for the most part, I don't. I take care of myself, right, because I love my body. It sounds woo-woo, but I treat my body with care. I nourish it because I want it to perform. I want it to be strong. I want to live long. You know, I do want to potentially have kids in the future. I want to live longer for that. I want to be, you know, the best person I can be, the best man I can be. And to do that, I have to love my body, right? And if someone close to you was poisoning their body, would you be happy for them? Or would you go, mm, I don't really want you poisoning your body anymore, right? And that's what's happening to people on these covers of these magazines, covers of these magazines, you know, um, really, really overweight and clearly not healthy, right? They don't love themselves. And lack of self-love is being proven in research to be the leading cause of unhappiness. Lack of self-love. The seven, second cause is ego. And the third is the little voice in your head, like the inner critic, in that order, so, you know, do what you want with your body, but, you know, if you love your body, then the reality is it's going to show that, right? When you look in the mirror, your body is going to start looking good, funny enough, because it's healthier and you're taking care of it more, right? So we, we, can't, we can't run away from all that, all that kind of bullshit, right? So, um, yeah. And then also then, I think I mentioned this earlier, right? But that negative self-talk and everything else, right? It's like, you know, with the people we're talking about here, like, you know, plus size models. And again, I just want to say this one more time. Like I've got nothing against anyone on a human level, right? This is just purely because I'm passionate about helping people, right? And the message of, do you really think most of those plus size models were extremely overweight? Would If they haven't got diabetes already, it's coming a hundred percent, unless they're an anomaly with their genetics or whatever else, or they just got some superpower, it's coming likely, Right. Do you really think the self-talk they have when they look in the mirror is, do you think deep down internally, they really go, I love, I, I really do, really proud of, of myself, really proud, really you know, love my body. Because a lot of times when we look in the mirror, ladies and gents, right, people, we think when we're out of shape, it's the body. When we look at, we think we look at the body, that's what's making me down, right? I don't like what I see in the mirror, which partly it is that, but it's the decisions. It's how you feel about yourself. It's how you feel about your body right? You may feel potentially disappointed in your decision-making. You know, it may be like, oh, you know, on the weekend, I went overboard. Now I feel guilty. You look in the mirror and you feel almost disgust. I'm using words that I've had conversations with people when I ask them about why it's important to them. And these are the words I use, ladies and gents. Um, and, and the reality is, you know, do you really think that most people, when they, they, they genuinely go, you know what, really, really proud of myself, you know, um, and I'm really, really internally happy. Now, maybe there's an anomaly and there's a handful of people who genuinely do. Congratulations to them, right? But for the most part, ladies and gents, you don't need me to preach to the choir. You know it's not the case, right? Let's just be honest here, okay? So anyway, ladies and gents, I was ahead of a rant, but I wanted to come on and do like a long form, uh, you know, a podcast on this because 
it's there's so much context to it and there's so much value that I can kind of that I just kind of intertwined into this episode, right? Um, just based on you know health essentially, right? Because that's what it always comes down to. It always comes back to decision making, discipline, health, right? And your body, I always say this, right? And, you know, I've talked a lot about body and being overweight and people who are fat and obesity and everything else, but like I always say, your body is the byproduct of your daily decisions and actions. Your health, when you're healthy, I'm really healthy, right? I consider myself to be really, really healthy. And when I look in the mirror, yes, I'm in fantastic shape physically. That is just because I'm really, really healthy and I like to lift weights, right? Luckily for me, and I've been doing that for a long time. And uh, the rest is history, really, ladies and gents, right? So that's that. That was a hell of a rant. Um, what I'd love to, because I'd love to get some feedback on this, right? Because it's really interesting. By the way, what was interesting, ladies and gents, as well, is like I had people unfollow. I am talked about that. Let me talk about this. It's funny. So I had someone, uh, well, I don't want to say who it is, right? But there's someone close to me back home uh, who essentially is obese. And when I put the post out, the video, she put like the emoji, you know, like the emoji with the, the teeth, you know, and it's like, you know, that one, Ooh, you didn't just say that, you know, that emoji, that was a terrible impression. Um, anyway, she put that under the post. I thought, oh, okay, she got triggered. Oh, well, it is what it is. Right. Um, and then she, and then I took the post down and then I actually put a post up just like with my girlfriend, just a weekly debrief and that I do most weeks. And I just mentioned in the caption, you know, uh, whatever, right. I, I took it down. Um, X, Y, and Z, right. For all the stuff I've just explained here. Anyway, long story short, then, you know, she was like, oh, you know, um, and I said in the post as well, in the caption, I said, I stand firm on my beliefs that X, Y, and Z, all the stuff I've just said to you now, ladies and gents, right? And then she meshed me saying, oh, okay, if you stand firm on your beliefs, why did you take it down? And I said, because of the way I communicated it, right? I wasn't satisfied with that. And the last thing I want, ladies and gents, right? Again, is for people to come to my page and then they're thinking about doing something about their health or they want some inspiration or whatever else, or they found me on a podcast and then they see this post and it, it, it's it's just hit and miss. The way it comes across in that one-minute video, it can come across. Look, I'm not fat shaming. Body positivity is bullshit. The problem being, ladies and gents, and this is why it's beautiful, long-form content. The problem is I've looked at the stats. Most people, like, the intentions, attention span is getting lower and lower, right? So most people, they only tune in for, like, fucking five to ten seconds. So they hear the first five seconds, and I say, by the way, I got the words wrong. I said body positivity is bullshit, right? Which is the opposite to my message. Body positivity movement is absolute bullshit. I stand by that. But not body positivity. So anyway, so I was like, right, well, I could have communicated. So that's it. That's the long story short of it. Then I had people uh, messaging me saying, you know, I'm unfollowing you now. I've followed you for years. It's a shame. But this, da 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 and that's totally fine. You know what? It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Totally fine. If one post is going to make you unfollow me, fantastic. And look, I stand for something, ladies and gents, right? You all know I'm very passionate about this. You know, I'm not just going to take sides uh, because I want to be popular. I, I, I don't give a fuck about that, to be honest. Excuse the French. I'm really sorry if you're listening back to this in the car with kids. I was thinking about that before I came on and I was like, don't swear. Sorry about that, ladies and gents. Um, so yeah, anyway, you know, I'm really, I, I'd rather stand firm and have like, you know, a bunch of people hate me, uh, a bunch of people who, who love me and buy into my content. Not that I care about being loved, but you know what I mean? People who are really getting value for my content. Uh, and then just a bunch of people sitting on the fence. I don't care. That's the way I'd rather be. You know what I mean? So anyway, ladies and gents, um, I'd love to get your feedback on this podcast on this topic and the stuff I talked about. Um, if you like this episode, please just tag me on your story, on your Instagram story. If you're on there, just tag out Martin Silver Fitness, take a screenshot of the episode or whatever, tag me so I can see where you're at. And I'd love to just have a chat with you in the DMs and meet you. It's notoriously impossible, right, with podcasts at the moment. Anyway, I don't know whether there's new technology coming out to actually pinpoint the exact people. I know where all of you are located in the world, but you can't pinpoint exactly who listens. So it'd be so great to connect with you. And if you could tag it and share it on your story and get the message out there, that would be awesome. 
Um, and yeah, last but not least as well, massive opportunity, ladies and gents, right? What I'm going to be doing, I'm not even going to launch this on my page. I just want to let you know this is an exclusive thing uh, just for people in my audience because I know a lot of you have been sitting on the fence with working with me. I know you have so long. Like I said before, that you've got fucking blisters on your ass. You've been sat on that fence for so long. Now is a big opportunity, right? Within the next week or two weeks, I'm going to be taking on just literally a handful of people who only want to work with, who basically it's a 28-day program, right? Now... Long story short, I, I did this once last year and it went really well. And funny enough, those handful of people I took on, all of them are still working with me now a year later, right? Because they had such great results. But look, literally 28 days is the only commitment. Normally the minimum commitment is 90 days, right? And essentially within that time, you're going to drop anywhere between kind of like, you know, 2.5 to 5 kilos of fat. You're going to build lean muscle. You're going to boost your energy and you're really going to build structure and routine because Ladies and gents, like, don't do the whole New Year thing. Please don't do that. Whatever you do, whether you sign up with me or not, don't do the New Year thing, right? Literally, now is the all Christmas will be here before you know it. Christmas parties, everything else. Do you want to go into Christmas feeling good and proud, going back to the stuff I was saying earlier on? Or do you want to be feeling kind of down, disappointed, in second gear? Then, obviously, all the social events and indulging, and then you end up gaining a bunch of weight, feeling even worse. You know what I mean? So it's one of them ones where this is a big opportunity for you, long story short. So all you got to do is just, like, one best way is just DM, DM me on Instagram. That's where I do all, most of my stuff. Uh, at Martin Silver Fitness, drop me a message on there with the word info, and I'll send you the details. Um, or you can drop me an email, admin at martinsilverfitness.com. Uh, no, so what am I about? Sorry, admin, ignore that. Admin at optimizeyourbody.com. Uh, just just drop me an email with the word info. Um, yeah, and then we'll go from there. Um, also, you can just like click the, the, the landing page as well, which I think is going to be, oh no, actually forget about that. I'm just trying to think of a better way because I haven't got, I've got a landing page, which is like a website, but yeah, that's the best two ways to do it anyway, ladies and gents. You can fill out the coaching inquiry form if you want to, which is in the, uh, in in the thing that's going to take you a bit longer, not really necessary because we can cover most of that in a message. But if you want to fill out the uh, coaching inquiry form, the link is also in this bio. All right. Thanks, ladies and gents. Speak soon.